0: Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, and this is NBA Check-In. What's up, everyone? Back again another week later uh, with you a couple days ago to talk the uh, All-Star game. I had a lot of fun inviting Jade on that one with me, so I thought I'd bring her along on this one. Probably won't get uh, too much into uh, what's been going on. The NBA just came back tonight after the All-Star break, but yeah, before I go any further, uh, welcome to the show, Jade!
1: Hi, thank you.
0: Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, league, you know, just started back up after the All-Star break. It's the first night back, uh, give you a quick rundown of the scores. The game's not, uh, fully completed tonight, but, uh, we had the Bucks uh, starting the second half. Well, the, uh, Two-thirds, Mark, uh, the season's well past half over. Uh, the Bucks starting things off on a right way, keeping their position up top out east, 126-106 over Detroit. Miami falls to Atlanta, kind of an upset. Uh, Trey Young shook uh, Dalla twice in this game, and it kind of went viral on uh, Instagram, as moments like that are known to do. The uh, 76ers survived in overtime against Brooklyn. Uh, kind of crazy it took them that long. And I checked on that score earlier in the game, and it was crazy. Brooklyn was actually winning at halftime. So, uh, In a battle of teams that probably won't make the playoffs, Charlotte won against Chicago, 103-93. And then there's two games that are yet to be finished but are basically decided. Only 15 seconds left in the Sacramento-Memphis game. Looks like Sacramento is going to get this one, uh, 122-117. And there's still a whole quarter left in the Warriors game, my beloved Warriors. But they're getting demolished right now, 109-77. The Rockets are taking it to them. Uh, Got to watch a little on the... uh, tnt overtime app inside the uh the nba app on the playstation uh it was pretty interesting for a while they were following uh, pascal and wiggins and they switched back and forth and i swear it seemed like whoever they were following the other person scored so we weren't getting to see that but it was still cool no commentary you were hearing the sounds of the arena kind of like you were at the game uh, you don't get to see that that much that was pretty cool though right
1: yeah know, it was funny because i kind of was like wait what is that at first and then you realize you know like how much the commentators actually do bring when you're watching it and so like it's it's weird like not have any like oh like he yeah, shot this and you know when you're like far away or whatever yeah i thought that was interesting
0: right Well, um, probably won't have, like I said, too much for you this episode, but I did want to make this a quick check-in. I wanted to ramp this up and make sure it's at least weekly, running into the playoffs, where it might become more like daily or every other day, like I did last year. So, uh, one of the things I wanted to cover, uh, a lot of things that people are talking about, is uh, the state of the league right now. uh, What's going on in the standings, and will anything change as we come down the stretch? So... uh, invited Jade to uh, come along with this one. Uh, We we covered a little bit earlier uh, to uh, familiarize ourselves with the state of the league. But uh, right now, uh, I figure we start with the Eastern Conference. Uh, Definitely things are a lot more stable out there. Uh, We got from top to bottom, Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Philadelphia, Indiana, Brooklyn, and Orlando. Uh, It should stay that way. I'd say if any team is in danger of falling out, it would be Brooklyn. Turns out that uh, Kyrie Irving may miss the rest of the season. Durant wasn't planning on playing the season anyway. So, uh, that being said... I don't know who would jump up and take their spot. Right now they're 25 and 29. Orlando's 24 and 31. But the next closest team is Washington at 20 and 33. Uh, The Hornets at 19 and 36. Chicago's 19 and 37. Detroit's 19 and 39. So. Yeah, uh, I don't see much changing out there, but I did want to ask you, Jade, after we familiarized ourselves with uh, the races and whatnot, uh, who do you like to uh, come out of the East? It looks like Milwaukee's locked into that number one spot, but uh, um, just based off of what we talked about earlier, uh, who do you like out East?
1: Um, so I know that... So I know that, um, Milwaukee and Toronto are doing well just by the scores and a few other teams as well, but, um, a team that I would like to see, I guess, I I think they're, refresh my memory and tell me if they already are or if they're probably going to be there, but, um, I like, um, Miami just because of, like, I kind of know, like, a little bit about their history and, a little bit about, about their current team, um, I know that you said that, um, Iguodala got treated recently, which kind of sucked but also like i don't know like it's good to see players switch around and that's kind of the purpose of the nba is not to stay in one place all the time is so you get a different atmosphere a different um place where you are and different teammates and so i want to see how he does in the east because you know he's been in the west for a long time so um and i want to see how he handles being in miami and so far it looks to be going good so yeah
0: yeah, uh, personally, I really like that pick. Uh, Miami plays tough. Uh, they got the all-stars, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Uh, Bam also won the uh, skills competition. So That's right. yeah, shout out to that, him. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Oh, and Derek Jones Jr. won the dunk contest. So big night for Miami at the All-Star game. But yes.
1: uh, Oh, yeah. Speaking, no wonder I like Miami. I love their, this is going to sound very young of me, but I love their aesthetic. Their jerseys are always really nice. And I always remember that they stand out to me.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, no. And, I mean, that's part of the fun sometimes of watching, especially these days. They do such a good job with these uh, alternate jerseys. Uh, Nike's doing the uh, city collection this year where they uh, shout out the city, you know. So, yeah. Uh, personally, for me, I started the season... With Philly, and they've uh, had a little bit of a rough time. Like I mentioned just a minute ago, they struggled to beat Brooklyn tonight, which, you know, for a power team, uh, you should, you know, be able to deal with a team like Brooklyn. Uh, but we will see. We will see what, what's going on with them. But uh, it's definitely hard to uh, ignore what's uh, going around in Milwaukee. and It feels like Giannis has already locked up another MVP.
1: But also at Brooklyn, didn't you say that a couple of their players were out right now?
0: Yeah, yeah. Durant and Kyrie, their main two, obviously.
1: Right. And I'm just looking at the game that was recently played against the 76ers. Um, I guess it was kind of a close game, so they're not struggling too bad. What's their, what's their win last summer? Again? Uh,
0: looking at it right now, uh, they're locked into the 7th spot at 25 and 29. Oh, yeah. That's not too bad, so they do have what would be called a losing record on the wrong side of 500, but I don't know that is the east for you, you know. So,
1: well, and considering, um, looking yeah, looking between the east and western teams, it seems like a lot of the western teams more have like the uh, early 30s versus. Versus the Eastern, actually. And this is obviously how Green Milwaukee is doing, but they're almost up to 50.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and I mean, that's usually what you want to shoot for as a playoff team, but uh, it's different out East. Uh, It's clearly uh, most of the power in the NBA is out West. Speaking of...
1: Sorry, I know you're gonna, like, go off, but I just had a weird random question that I hope you could maybe answer. If not, it's cool, like, it's totally random, but in, like, NBA history or, like, your time knowing the NBA and following it as um, close as you do, has there ever been a time where a team has done, like, I know the Warriors are a team, and they're like sadly the Warriors team right now. But they still have 12 wins. Has there ever been a team that's gone like less than that, like less than like five or something?
0: Yeah, in the past, uh, I remember especially there was a couple of Maverick teams in the 90s that really struggled to get to 10 wins, and that felt like a huge thing. And in a weird way, I remember like wanting to see it just as almost being history like this is crazy like a team can't even win 10 games you know being
1: in the nba yeah you think it's like what happened to your skill you know like yeah
0: yeah and that being said uh right now the warriors do have the least amount of wins in the nba yeah 12 and 43 about to be 12 and 44 so
1: and i feel so bad about that too because like i know you no matter obviously you're a very dedicated fan you have been ever since you started liking the wires even before i was born um but it's just scrolling on like social media i'll see like the score and like they lost again and i'm like I know it's, like, you don't care, necessarily, but I'm, like, do I like it or not? I'm like, is this, like, me liking the fact that they lost, like...
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, and, I mean, I guess it's a good time to mention that. I am no I've mentioned it if you listen to NBA Check-In before, but I do the uh, Instagram game recaps. Uh, haven't missed a game going back to before the championship run started, uh, back in 2014. So, uh, been doing it a long time, uh. I uh, love doing it, but uh, I've I've kind of been blessed with uh, uh, covering a lot of winning ever since I started doing in 2014 the uh, championship season. You know, it was 2015, So and that started a run of five straight finals, but uh, now we're almost locked in for sure. If not the number one pick, uh, for sure a top three pick.
1: Right, yeah, and just a little weird random fact. Obviously, you know this, and people, if they follow you, they know this, but like um on his instagram profile he has a list of like things that he likes and that's it's clearly stated that that's one of them
0: right yep like i always say you know i i always put uh you know star wars and collecting and uh uh warriors slash basketball in general and then of course number one above everything is family not you know unlike most people that's You know, in general, most people's number one. But, yeah, definitely. But, yes, uh, switching over. uh, We were talking about the Eastern Conference. Switching over to the West. uh, uh, A lot more up for grabs here and a lot more drama uh, as we come down the stretch. Uh, Locked into playoff spots right now. Uh, From top to bottom, we got uh, the Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Jazz, Rockets, Thunder, Mavs and Grizzlies uh but right now on the outside looking in we also have Portland San Antonio New Orleans you could say Phoenix and Sacramento but not really um but yeah um we're gonna get into the fight for the playoff seeds but uh who do you like as far as, like, the, the big contenders out east uh, – or west, uh, excuse me. Who do you like out of the contenders, uh, the, the the top seeds out west? Who do you like to contend there? Uh, Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Utah, Houston.
1: Um. It looks like – it looks like they're actually kind of lower on the list. I think they're at number eight if I'm – if I know my teams correctly, but the Memphis Grizzlies, right? The little wolf symbol. Yeah, I'm looking the at the Grizzlies, Memphis. Yeah, is. okay. So I actually really like them because when we were talking earlier, um, you said that they were a lot of young players, right?
0: Yeah, uh, led by rookie Ja Morant and second-year player Jaron Jackson Jr. They got a lot of young talent. They're actually overachieving right now, uh, and that's the big question: Can they hold on to their spot or not?
1: Yeah, I know, and the fact that they're at the A spot definitely does show something that people are willing to you know fight for that. But I would like to see them either keep it or rise, if possible. Because I don't know, I like maybe it's because like oh yeah, like, I'm young and I'm like in my prime or whatever like that but i like the idea of a bunch of young new guys on a um professional basketball team and just seeing you know where they can grow and uh flourish and get get something accomplished as a team
0: right and yeah i definitely love to see them um sneak into the playoffs and uh, do something. I don't know how much they do if they were that eight seed against uh, the Lakers and LeBron and AD, especially if those two are healthy. But uh, that being said, I kind of mentioned this earlier when we were getting ready for the pod. uh, The problem that they run up against is there are some heavy contenders who aren't in the playoffs right now. You've got the team that went to the West Finals last year, Portland with Lillard, McCollum, and Mello uh, on the outside looking in. Uh, They are, it looks like, about three games Maybe four games uh, behind Memphis right now. Uh, but that's crazy considering they went all the way to the West Finals. And then you've got uh, San Antonio, uh, man, 23 and 31. Uh, doesn't look good for them. But uh, a stat I dropped earlier was this is a team that uh, in Jade's lifetime has uh, never missed the playoffs. And the last time they missed it is the year that they got the number one pick. Uh, David Robinson was hurt. And then they get the number one pick in Tim Duncan. And then they have a Twin Towers and, you know. They rise up to win championships and start a dynasty of which, you know, that's incredible that uh, it just goes to show. I mean, the Warriors have gone from the NBA finals to the worst team in the league. And now you've got this other team that uh, over 20 years has made the playoffs and they're in real danger uh, of missing it this year.
1: Yeah, see, and that's the interesting thing, I think, about the NBA in particular, because it really can go one way every, uh, like, one way or the other every year. Like, you can predict and everything, and that's the point of all these stats and all these people who literally their jobs depend on it. And, you know, people being on, like, sports shows and stuff like that, they, like, to speculate. But I like to, like, this is, like, my... My personal theory on, like, oh, like what I like, what I like with my brief experience is the idea and that I'm gonna stick in with the grizzlies that the grizzlies stay in their spot because they're young, and I'm excited for young players, and that they maybe not this season, maybe not the rest of the season because I know there's not that much left, but maybe like next season they like totally like shock everyone and like rise and i'm like hell yeah maybe who knows and then with the spurs how they had um a streak of um, over my lifetime, yeah. that like maybe that's it's crazy. their maybe it's their time, you know, maybe it's their time to fall. And then yeah. again, like with your Warriors, yeah, they had their time to fall, and you know that's evident, and it sucks. But you know, maybe like you said, because now that they have the first pick, um, things could really turn around for them. So that's really the the NBA for you, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, they we already covered it in the trade deadline special, but you know the fact they sent off. D'Angelo Russell, I don't know if that's a deal they needed to make right when they did. Um, It's clear they didn't think he was a fit and like Wiggins better. I've seen a lot of people say that, you know, Wiggins is obviously not as good as Durant, but they think he's better than Harrison Barnes was, and he plays that role. So that's what the Warriors are kind of seeing there with him. So... That's fine and all, but we'll see how that works out. It'll be interesting to see if they do end up picking a player or they end up trying to trade that. I know a lot of the pods I listen to, they're they're talking about this being a really weak draft. So I don't know how much it helps that uh, we get locked in that pick. You know, sure, you know we'll get some somebody decent or we'll be able to flip it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors would try to flip it because uh, they're definitely more in a win now instead of uh, development-type mode. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think that'll uh, bring us close to wrapping this one up. Uh, like I said, I knew this one was going to be a shorter one. The NBA just got back uh, since we started talking. The uh, There was only a few seconds left last time I said, but Sacramento did end up beating the Grizzlies. Uh, Sacramento 129-125, so... My um, Yeah, you know. Uh, good fight, but uh, they didn't get it. The uh, There's five minutes left now in the Rockets-Warriors game. Houston up one twenty three ninety. That game's long been over, but so be it. But, uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody for listening and hopefully uh, do this a lot more. Uh, I like to make these... Uh, preferably around this size on the shorter size i I strive for under a half hour it is supposed to be a check-in so um yeah uh thanks jade for helping me out this time hopefully you can come back again and join me it's always fun to have somebody to throw it back and forth with and uh, do commentary with
1: yeah i know for sure i think that's that's why i like doing it because i know like it can help you out and i don't know i get to talk more and it's something that I can always say that I've done, like, oh, yeah, I've been on, like, a podcast and talk about this and that and all these different topics. And also, um, um, it helps. As much as I already have, like, a knowledge of the NBA, the more and more we talk about it, the more and more I learn. So, yay. And I hope you guys enjoyed that, too.
0: Yeah. Shout out. Thank you. So yeah, on that note, uh, just a quick reminder of the uh, other shows we got going on. Obviously, we got the uh, main show. We just recorded a new regular episode over uh, uh, MacNez Podcast Network. New episode of E Society, the full thing. We covered, you know, TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, everything. As I always say at the the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the part of the shtick of the opening, if you ever listen to the opening when I do my spiel. But yes, uh, shout out. Go check that out uh, on all the pod providers. Uh, the easy way to find that show is to search uh, Skater with an 8. It's S-K-8-T-E-R. You can find that. And of course, if you're listening to this, you probably found us under searching E-Society. That's the easy way to find the anchor feed. So... As far as Anchor goes, we've got a lot going on right now, especially for me on this side. Uh, been having NBA check-in going. We started uh, Mass Society, our coverage of The Mass Singer. We just recorded a new episode of that before this NBA check-in. So, uh, fresh new episode. We already covered one episode with the first three episodes. And then we did a whole episode on the fourth episode, including a live reaction. That was really fun. We didn't know who was going to be revealed. And we react to it. It was really fun. So... Uh, definitely check that out if you watch The Masked Singer. And we got another one on deck tomorrow. I uh, can't wait. The Return of Clone Wars. So we got to come up with a cool name for our Clone Wars show. And, uh, yeah, we'll give you a little recap on that. I had so much fun doing The Mandalorian show with Nez. It's one of my favorite things we've done. So looking forward to uh, getting to some Clone Wars with Jade because Nez isn't caught up on Clone Wars. So, uh, yeah. Uh, once again, thanks for listening. Shout out to Jade. Shout out to Nez. Shout out to everyone. Uh, thank you for listening. So until next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, E-Society.